This is Leafs Game Night on TSN 1050 and the Leafs Radio Network. The Leafs live here. Achari couldn't get a stick on it to get a shot delivered at the net. Hall keeps it into O'Reilly. Shot was blocked. It comes back and goes to Achari. Big rebound in front of the net. They score! Achari finds the rebound and punches home as the Leafs take the lead for the first time. And that's how it wound up. Oddly enough, 3-2, the Leafs winning over the New York Rangers. The regular season is done. Welcome to the Leafs post-game show. Leafs game night, Jim Taddy, Frank Corrado, and Jimmy Ralph to go over things. And, and Ralphie, I mean, the game doesn't mean anything, really. I'm just, you know, I was curious in your take on, on another performance from Wall and, and how nice progressed uh, in a, yet another outing for him. Well, I, I think if it, if it didn't happen before tonight, uh, Joe Wall is, a, uh, is an option that I think they're comfortable with. Um, you know, not, I don't look at him as the third guy, the depth guy. I mean, if, um, you know, Ilya Samsonov for whatever reason would falter or the injury bug would be there. I think you've got 20 guys that are very comfortable playing in front of Joe Wall because his, his composure, and, and we saw it in the game against Tampa on Tuesday, late in the game and the lightning were pressing to try or, uh, pressing to tie the game. And we saw it again tonight. His composure is, is really, really impressive to me. Where it's, you know, you don't get them caught guessing. You don't get them caught sliding out of the net. Um, just very composed, very steady. And uh, and I really like the way he tracks the puck into his body. And, uh, the, and the, the rebound control. Sorry, Frankie. No, no worries. There's two things that kind of stick out to me as far as Joseph Wall goes. And we saw it in Tampa and we saw it tonight. The other team's on a power play. There's one-timer threats on Tampa, mainly Kucherov and Stamkos. And on this New York team, it's Zabanajad or it's going to be Panarin. And those guys are not afraid to shoot the puck. And it seemed like any time that puck went from like the point to the half wall, Joe Wall was big, he was square, and even the one off the rush where I think it's Zabanajad, he's coming in on the rush. It's a three, like a clear-cut three-on-two. And you start thinking, okay, I've seen this before, actually, where a team has a clear-cut three-on-two, someone's going to walk in, get inside the dots, he's going to rip it right under the bar. And then you're like, oh, wait a second, he made that save look very easy. That just seemed like a routine save. Like, that's the kind of stuff, if I'm sitting on the bench, I'm looking at my D partner saying, this guy's got some game. Like, this guy can actually play. Well, and you know, as a defenseman, even on a two-on-one, you're going, I got one job, and that's to take the pass away. You know, that's that's one of those where you got confidence that, that your guy's going to make the save, that you don't have to try to get a stick on it um, or anything else. But um, I was going to say, uh, how many uh, how many games would you take like this? Because the Lilleran goal and the Achari goal were uh, are, are not exactly uh, going to go on the, uh, the highlight reel at the end of the season. But, man, how many playoff games are decided with goals like that? Throwing it to the net, sometimes good fortune. Um, and let's not forget uh, Alex Kerfoot was in front of the net uh, being tied up by Keandre Miller as well, and that allowed Achari to jump in. So, um, you know, I know they, uh, the term is greasy goals now, but uh, I think you like that, especially for the, the, the game winner where it really comes out of nowhere, but you've got a guy battling in the front and another guy heading to the net looking for the garbage. Ralphie, what was your take on Nyes? Uh, didn't play as much in the third period, is he? I mean, he was over five minutes after the first, and I think finished with uh, just under 14 minutes of ice time. Uh, but when he was on the ice, um, you know, I, I said to Joe at first, I said, I don't think there's any way, you know, unless, you know, Lafferty can't go uh, for the Leafs in game one. I said, I don't know if there's there's any 
scenario if you've got everybody healthy where you're going to see him in for game one. And then you say, well, you know what? He's still pretty good on the boards. Um, you know, if you got to play him a, a third to fourth line role. And and you've seen that uh, that creative spark as well. You know, taking the puck out of the corner and driving to the front of the net you know, was very impressive. So um, he's a guy now that uh, if you have to sit back and say, what's your lineup for game one if everybody's healthy? Um, I, I think he's really played himself into consideration. He may not be in game one, uh, but I, I think you're definitely going to see him in the playoffs. There was a, a few different milestones on the on the line tonight, Ralphie. One of them was Marner at 99 points, looking for 100 on the year. By the way, the the goal that Matthew scored against the Habs absolutely should have been yes. credited to Marner as an assist. There's no way Jake Evans has control of that puck when he kicks it. Regardless, he's at 99. He doesn't get his 100th tonight. But Willie Nylander gets 40 goals on the season tonight. And he was really good. The thing that maybe stands out about Willie's game the most tonight is how much he moved his feet away from the puck. We talked about one of the back checks he had in the second period after New York scores their first goal, but he just he worked hard to get himself into situations where he could get the puck back. Seems like when Willie has something to play for, man, like he's explosive and he he really is engaged. Do you expect that to be the case here going into the playoffs? Like these guys They've had the individual accolades. All of them have had them. Matthews, Marner, Nylander, you name it. Like, now it's time to win. Do you see that as something they're going to, like, Willie's going to move his feet for the same kind of, with the same kind of purpose now? Well, if they're going to play more than two weeks in April, uh, you're going to need it. You know, you're, you're going to have to need everybody at their best, and, and Willie Nylander is a big part of that. Now, I think he's only scored five goals in his last, what is it, 16 or 17 games? Uh, might be a little less than that, and and has scored of late. You know, starting with the Montreal game, so it's um, to me it's one of those things that you uh, um, you wanted him to get going and feeling good going into the postseason. And there was another one too, uh, Frankie, when he when he ended up coming off the wing and having that great drive to the front of the net. Uh, yeah, it was a stick on stick battle that he won to get the puck to start with. And you know, as much as you know, Sheldon Keefe will bring up a lot about Willie's got to move his feet and. Nylander says, I've got to move my feet. But, you know, his willingness to engage and, and win the one-on-one puck battles, I think, is, um, is, is absolutely essential uh, for what the Leafs need to do in the postseason. So I, I was impressed uh, with that, um, you know, how he was able to come up with the puck and, uh, and strip Adela Austin Matthews on a more regular basis tonight as well. Ralphie, thanks for hanging around. Appreciate it. Okay, go go uh, go get ready for the playoffs. See you in the playoffs. Yeah, we'll, we'll we'll see you next week. That, that's a guarantee. Yeah. Okay, All right. Boys. So, yes, three two. The Leafs win over the Rangers. That's right, and it, it uh, doesn't have an odd look at all. So we'll continue on in Leafs game night as we uh, sort of go over some playoff possibilities here for the Leafs. We'll do that next. Uh, Leafs game night, TSN 1050, and the Leafs radio network. Leafs game night. Chip Taddy and Frankie Corrado with you. Leafs close off the season with a 3-2 win in New York against the Rangers. So now it's on to the first round of the playoffs at home to Tampa. And we're guesstimating that it starts Tuesday night, although that hasn't been confirmed. I think the the league pumps all this stuff out in terms of uh, dates and all that on the weekend, but I'm not quite sure on that. I'll, I do know that it's not confirmed. But having said that, uh, Frankie, see, this team, and it should be all hands on deck except for Matt Murray uh, in that opening game, but this team, you know, we've talked about this many times. There's a lot of components here. It's deep, and there's a, it's a flexible, very flexible lineup, isn't it? 
it's it's versatile as well. And before we get into that, Jimmy, maybe we'll just let our our listeners know that the East playoffs have been finalized now. Right. So we're going to have the Bruins versus the Panthers, Leafs versus Lightning, Carolina versus the Islanders, and the Devils versus the Rangers. So everything's set in the East. We'll see what happens in the West. The Columbus Blue Jackets won, and that puts them out of the top spot to land Connor Bedard by one point. I can't imagine there's a lot of happy people right now that the Blue Jackets won that game, especially with four players playing their first game tonight. (laughs) Now, in regards to the Leafs, Al's brother and I did a little exercise today on the lunch, Jimmy, where we looked at last year's roster and compared it to this year's roster. And we had had the Game 7 roster versus how we think things are going to shake out um, for the Leafs this year roster-wise. And we had a little checklist going. And the checklist we had checked off more boxes this year than it did last year. And a lot of that has to do with the acquisitions they made at the trade deadline. Ryan O'Reilly being the the big one. It's so much more versatile when you have a guy like O'Reilly who is a top-tier centerman. You can use him in a matchup situation. You see the offensive impact he can have on a game. Like tonight, on Nylander's goal, that's such a nothing play. It's like a broken play, but because he's so good with those quick hands in and around tight spaces, it's like they make something out of nothing really quickly. Next thing you know, it's in the back of the net. So having O'Reilly is a huge help. Having Achari, who scores a goal tonight, like that's the kind of goal Nola Achari is going to score. He's not sniffing around the outside of the ice trying to sh- shoot from distance thinking he's going to score a goal. It's a very simple game for him. It's to the net. It's deflections. It's having your body in and around the goaltender. And that's a hardworking goal that he scores where he comes downhill on the net, crashing the net. So you know what kind of game you're going to get from him. And on the back end, having a guy like Jake McCabe, it's a different look than Jake Muzzin. Jake Muzzin in his prime, very good defenseman. Like, really, really good. Jake McCabe, for me, playing against him, he was always one of those steady guys, never really stuck out to me. But now, you watch him play on this team and play with TJ Brody, you're like, that's a piece that this team has needed for a long time. There's a warrior mentality there that I really like. So... There's a lot of versatility in the lineup. There's a lot more upgrades in the lineup compared to last year where I was looking at a second line today of last year's Game 7 with Mikheyev, Tavares, and Kerfoot. Like, that's patchwork, Jimmy. Like, yeah, that's yeah. not, you know, there's sure there's a pothole there, and the yeah. city just sent a guy with a shovel to just patch it up and said, all right, we're good to go. Now they've yeah. paved over the whole road, and they said, <laughs> bring your rollerblades out because it's nice and smooth. Yeah, and they did the patchwork in a rainstorm, so it wasn't very effective. <laughs> yeah, that's right. You probably sent them out in a rainstorm. You stiffed them. Yeah, I stiffed them. That's right. <laughs> we'll get some reaction to that. Um, yeah, I, I like what you're saying there. Uh, you know, but you know, I just go back to to bring in six bodies by the end of the trade deadline. And actually, you know, we forget about the guy, the, the big guy who was up last week, so Hornup. Uh, you know, he's, he was part of it, too. Not How that could he's gonna... we forget about him? He's <laughs> no, legendary. No, the, big, the big Z, yeah. Not that he's going to be a part of this, but, I mean, that's some, some major acquisitions. And, you know, a lot of it's just draft picks and, and asset management. I think that was phenomenal what they did. I think Zahorna actually got sent down because he went to Costco and he tackled the O-Dog in the, uh, in the dairy aisle. <laughs> I don't yeah, know no if he's visual there. In the car. Yeah, <laughs> I think he he had his Crocs on. He got tackled by Zorna. Um, 
But you know what? Like I'm, I'm probably the most optimistic I've ever been with this Leafs team, just yeah. because of the additions that they made and the different elements they have. Ultimately, we can talk about how nice it is to have like guys like Achari, McCabe, O'Reilly. It's going to come down to this: Is Marner going to bring it? Is Matthews going to elevate his game to being, you know, the second best player in the world status that he had for last last year, or the best player last year, um, you know, hand in hand with Connor McDavid? Like that's the big question: Is Tavares going to be able to break through five on five? Is he going to get it done on the power play? Is the power play going to win you a game? Like those are the questions we still have to answer. But the job that Kyle Dubas has done with equipping this roster with a lot more versatility and making sure that there's different elements to this team that can be utilized properly has been an excellent job. Absolutely. Well said. We'll come back and argue that a bit more. This is Leafs Game Night at TSN 1050 and the Leafs Radio Network. Leafs Game Night, Jim Taddy and Frankie Corrado with you. 3-2 the Leafs win to wrap up the 82-game regular season. So, Frankie, let's go back to your, your, you know, you asked some questions there, and they're legitimate questions. Um, I'm going to flip that around and go, I don't think they're questions because uh, the way you mapped out that roster last year in Game 7, that was a thin roster. There's a lot of pressure on those those core guys to score. This year, there's not as much pressure on the score, and they didn't have to score the way they did last year, although Marner certainly did, and Nylander got up to 40 goals, but Austin Matthews did not. There's enough support there, but I, but I just think that it's time for them to do it. It is time for them to do it. And, yeah, that's a good point about them not having the pieces below them that maybe they felt like they have to carry everything. But that's the reality of being what they are to this team. They are the guys that need to drive the bus, but they'll be better equipped now because they'll have players lower um, in the lineup. And how about this? Willie Nylander scores 40 goals tonight. That's a big accomplishment for him. Austin Matthews scored 40 goals this season, and he did it before Willie, and it just seemed like, man, that's kind of a down year for him. I I think that just goes to show you the dominance that Austin Matthews can have and the bar that he's set. So it, it feels like... With the season Matthews had, and we know the storyline as far as he was banged up, he was dealing with things all season long, at some point here, if he's feeling good, we're going to see that Austin Matthews that can take over a game. The guy who's a physically dominant force on the ice, who separates players from pucks and takes the puck from one zone to the other with his strength, with his speed, and eventually gets rolling around in the offensive zone, and it's almost like you can't contain the guy. It really does feel like now, because they're better suited lower in the lineup, the guys who need to drive the bus, they may not feel the same kind of pressure and weight as they may have felt in the bat in the past, because a guy like O'Reilly can give you a little something lower in the lineup. A guy like David Camp now is not playing on the third line; he's playing on the fourth line. And actually, that fourth line has looked really, really good since they've played together with Lafferty, Camp, and Aston Reese. It just feels like things are coming together a little bit more. And if there was ever a year to be optimistic about this group as a fan, this would probably be that year. Now, with that being said. We can talk about all these great things and all this optimism and all these things coming together for this team. If the players in the room do not act a certain way and carry themselves a certain way in this series, come two weeks' time, we'll be having the same conversation we had oh. last year. And, yeah. and I don't think you want to do You don't want to do no. that. Obviously, no. I don't want to do that. No one wants okay. to do that. But there's certainly enough capability within this roster and within this group to get over that hump. And as much as things may be lining up for them, it's up to them to make sure that 
things finish off lined up when it comes time to finish this series? Well, I'm going to sum it all up this way, and we only have about less than a minute to do this. This team that we're talking about this year is much harder to defend against. Much harder to defend against. Yeah, and that's why, like, this year, if they were to lose in the first round, it would be a massive disappointment. Bigger dis- disappointment than any other year you can imagine. And every position now has way more depth, whether it's the back end, you have eight guys you can put in the lineup every, any given night. Samsonov has been really, really good. Joseph Wall, I know he's young. I know he hasn't played much. He, he, he instills confidence in me. And up front, we talked about it. There's way more depth. There's way more players that can make an impact lower in the lineup. It'll be up to the bigger guys. But, Jimmy, very optimistic. We're positive heading into the playoffs. Frankie C., I know you're going to stop by on Yes Guy, the radio show at noon on TSN 1050 on Saturday, so we look forward to that. Take the rest of the night off. Thanks, Jimmy. This is Leafs Game Night at TSN 1050 and the Leafs Radio Network.